Welcome to episode three, Coffee with the Coaches. We don't have any coffee because I already got like over a pot in me today. Yeah, and we're on take two. Yeah, this so. is take two of the video. It didn't work out so well. No. So we're going to we're going to fit aids to make it through this. Yep. See what happens. But today's episode is all about nutrition and yes, what sir. it looks like and why is it important. Why is it important with CrossFit? Why is it important with life? As far as CrossFit, we'll look at it in our space. Nutrition is the base of the pyramid. If we're looking at you know the hierarchy of needs of a CrossFit athlete, mm -hmm. it starts with nutrition. Then yeah. it's conditioning, weightlifting, or gymnastics, weightlifting, sport, right? Yep. The pyramid only grows as tall as the base is wide, okay? What we get into in CrossFit space is everybody wants to get to things like muscle-ups and having a better fran time and, and getting a better clean or snatch or back squat. That's the sport of fitness. That's the top of the pyramid. We're flipping that pyramid upside down and everybody's trying to balance on this little thing that should be like the cherry on top. If you are focusing on nutrition, all of those other things start trending in a better direction. Okay. Like what? Like, like why should I focus on my nutrition? Because when I started, all I wanted to do was get a muscle up. Yeah. And nobody ever told me about nutrition. Yeah. The, only, the first time I ever had a conversation about nutrition was when I was working out six days a week. I had lost all the weight I wanted, and I really wasn't feeling very well. Yeah. That's kind of how we all start, right? We all get wrapped up in a CrossFit. We hear about nutrition and foundations, yep. and then we, we never really try to address the topic again because we figure, if I work out more, right, I'm going to get more fit. And yeah, you're right. If you're eating like crap and you start working out for a change... Um, and start doing that four or five, six days a week, you are gonna see some results. But at some point in time, it becomes that like law of diminishing returns, right? You can only get so far down your journey with still eating like crap before performance starts to suffer and body composition. That, that whole like, oops, 80% of your diet being, or 80, Nutrition is 80% of your body composition yeah. work, right? 20% of the work is done in the gym, 80% is done in the kitchen. That's entirely true. You can't out-train a bad diet. Mm -hmm. If you go from doing nothing and eating like crap to doing something and eating like crap, sure, you might lose 5 or 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. But if you go from doing nothing and eating like crap to exercising moderately mm -hmm. and being very conscious and eating well, everything is going to change for you in a very positive way. Right, body composition starts to change. All of a sudden, things like muscle ups become more possible. Mm -hmm. More possible. I'm I'm almost going to do it because I can get a really high chin or chest to bar now. There you go. Yeah, right. yeah. So so with our nutrition, what's something in our lives? We often talk about chronic disease. Mm -hmm. We hear about chronic disease with all the CrossFit journals. Everybody's talking about it. What's the connection between my nutrition and chronic disease? Yeah, Coach Glassman talks about the world's most vexing problem, right? It's one of the biggest issues facing our generation. 70% of deaths are from chronic disease. 80% of our healthcare costs go to paying for, uh, not treating, but paying for chronic disease. Not curing, but treating, excuse me, right? Chronic disease is brought on by two things. Sedentarism, right? Sitting on your butt and the overconsumption of carbohydrates, primarily refined carbohydrates. Okay. Right? Chronic disease is defined as something that lasts, you know, longer than three months. It 
can't be cured um, or or whatever by uh, by vaccines or medications, right? Yeah. Things like Alzheimer's, type two diabetes, uh, stroke, some forms of cancer. All these things are chronic disease, which are simply brought on by behavioral patterns, right? By the things that you do. Choosing to sit down and not exercise, and then choosing to put you know that sugar in your mouth. Nobody, so it's a choice. Nobody slips, trips, and falls on eating a donut, right? I'd like to. Yeah, it's about a whole box of them. It's that decision to pick the donut up. It's that mindful decision to sit on the couch and watch TV mm -hmm. and not get up and do something physical, mm -hmm. right? That's the really, that's the awesome part, but it's also the very, very sad part, mm -hmm. right? You are entirely capable of changing your life and you have the tools to do it. Get off your butt. Seems Stop simple. eating the, the bag of Cheetos. Right? It is simple. All of this is simple. Everybody knows what to do. We know eat real food, not too much, mostly plants, consume meats, vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Yeah. We know these things, but it's not easy. Simple and easy are two entirely different things. But when, when, I, approach my, when I approach my healthy day and I'm trying to eat better, yeah. my healthy day, as we found out, is really not that healthy. Well, it's, it's a case of people just don't know what they don't know, mm -hmm. right? So I've, the reason I'm looking down at the phone is I built out a couple days in my fitness pal, right? One of them is going to be what most people would consider that healthy day, right? We'll talk about that, and then we'll make a couple changes to it and see if we can make it even better. Okay. okay? So, so what's an example of what a typical person would say, this is a healthy day? And when you explained this to me earlier, I thought, well, yeah, that's a good day. Yeah, yeah, right? So breakfast would look something like half of a cup of oatmeal with a banana made with some skim milk and then getting a non-fat vanilla latte from Big B, right? You can have a mid-morning snack, something like a non-fat Greek yogurt, mm -hmm. right? Throw in some blueberries. For lunch, we are gonna go to Subway get one of their fresh fit six inch uh, rotisserie chicken subs, Okay. right? We'll have a smoothie made of apples, oranges, watermelon, pineapple. Then for dinner, we are gonna have chicken, instant brown rice, mm -hmm. a cup of mixed veggies, right? Half of a cup dry of instant brown rice. I don't know if you've ever seen half a cup dry, but it's not, not a whole lot, Yep. right? You can have a, we'll have a, like a Nutri-Grain bar in mid-afternoon just to kind of keep us going and power through. And that'll wrap up our day. So I had, so I had oatmeal for breakfast, yep. Subway for lunch. Mm -hmm. With a I smoothie. With a smoothie yep. because a smoothie is a good choice. It's fruit. Mm -hmm. I went with rotisserie chicken because it's not processed meat. And then for dinner I had chicken, rice, and I had a yogurt maybe at night and a uh, protein bar yep. during the afternoon. To me, I see nothing wrong with that diet. Right. But what is really wrong with that? That seems pretty health conscious, right? It does. That whole day equals about 333 grams of carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. It is a lot. To put it in perspective, when I am in my competition training, mm -hmm. right, working out one and a half, two and a half hours a day, 
I get 250 grams of carbs. On my rest days or my active recovery days, I get 225 grams of carbs. So, so my healthy diet that I'm eating in a day is more than a competition training person's eating. Is one and a half the one and a half times as many carbohydrates as I consume in a day when I'm rigorously working out 90 minutes to like two and a half hours. That's workout time. Yeah, that's not just like warm up, flossing, foam rolling time. That's actual like grind time. And my average workout is? Seven to 12 minutes. Seven to 12 minutes. If we're looking at CrossFit, right? Yeah, we're doing warm ups, we're doing mobility work, we're getting the specific warm up, we may do some weightlifting, but that whole workout time for most of us lies and most of our workouts and by design it's where the money's at the magic spot right is that seven to 12 minutes so not that that not that those are bad food choices no you would look at that and you'd be like dude that's a pretty good day right how can how can i tweak it to make it a little better right so the one thing that i've been on lately is not this good versus bad right that food is not inherently good or bad food's indifferent Mm -hmm. it doesn't know whether it's good or bad it's just there right so everything's on this sliding scale, right? Of the best possible choice to the less optimal or least nutrient dense choice, okay. right? Um, the more processed food gets, the higher in sugars and carbohydrates, right? The lower in nutrients. That's mm-hmm. kind of how that, that deal works. So all we do is we still have relatively the same day. We just make a little bit better choices. Okay? So instead of oatmeal, what do I eat? Instead of the oatmeal, we're gonna have a veggie omelet with a black coffee, okay? That mid-morning snack, instead of having the yogurt and the blueberries, we're gonna have something like deli meat and almonds. Mm -hmm. For lunch, we're still gonna go to Subway, this time we're gonna get a chicken chop salad, okay? Okay. That mid-afternoon snack, instead of the Nutri-Grain bar, we're gonna have beef jerky. Okay. And then for dinner, we're gonna still have that chicken breast, we're just going to have two cups of veggies instead of that half of a cup of rice. I don't know if you've ever seen two cups of veggies on a plate, but it is a mountain that most people would look at and go, I'm not entirely sure if I can eat this much. It's a lot of food to put in your stomach. Yeah, right? By just making those, and we didn't make any drastic changes there, Mm -hmm. right? We made small, subtle changes. By just making those small changes, our total carb uh, consumption for the day now, 63 grams. So sometimes, and one thing that we eliminated from that is is that shake that I made. Yep. It's fruit. What's so wrong with that? Nothing in moderation, uh-huh. right? Nothing is inherently bad or good. It's all just like consuming in moderation. That's why the CrossFit nutritional prescription is some fruits. Mm-hmm. Fruits have a higher uh, glycemic index because they have more sugar per serving, more sugar per gram. So what's uh, happening when I consume that? I mean, it's all fruit. Correct. In my shake. Yep. Your body breaks down carbohydrates in a very specific way, right? Mm-hmm. It, you consume them, they get broken down into glucose, right? That sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, insulin gets released, goes in, pulls the sugar out of the blood, puts it into your cells, stores it in some muscles, some liver um, for essential functions okay. and energy, right? All the extra stuff still gets pulled out. Mm-hmm. It just now gets stored as fat, mm-hmm. right? So you're not gonna feel well. So how many, how, many, how, many, how many grams of carbohydrates is in my, I mean, that's important. How many grams yeah. of carbohydrates are in my fruit shake that I'm drinking? That shake, you're probably like 60 to 80 grams. Mm-hmm. So 
as opposed to an entire day when we made a little bit more health conscious decisions, you drank your entire day worth of carbohydrates at something that you had with lunch. Mm -hmm. If you include lunch like that fresh fit subway, right? You're upwards of like 120, 150 grams of carbs. Yeah. Now all of a sudden that's, that's most people's like moderate, like carb, that's most of their entire day. Right. And you've consumed that in one meal now. Yeah. So our meals, our choices, where do we go from here? Yeah. So making that whole being mindful of stuff, right? Making better choices. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about, it's, it's simple. It's just not easy. What can I do? Because it's summertime coming up. Yeah. It's summertime. I'm going to be out on the boat. I'm going to be at cookouts. We're going to be hanging out after classes. It, everybody everybody always brings appetizers and desserts mm -hmm. and the, it seems like nobody concentrates on the middle stuff which is fine but what am I gonna do when I go to that cookout couple of options uh, the first one eat before you go mm -hmm. okay don't go like ravenous and hungry would be my number one uh, recommendation the other thing is if you go you want to be social right have that perfect plate of food have you know the baked beans have some of the potato salad the coleslaw um, have that you know that that hamburger or hot dog maybe skip the bun mm -hmm. right how can you take what you have and make it make a, a slightly better choice mm -hmm. right the best choice possible you don't need to be the person you can be if you want I love the people who bring their own Tupperware because they're like boom my goals are important <laughs> but you don't have to be that person right if we look at like the, the scope of an entire year, one or two cookouts in the summer where you have that one plate of food that everybody else is having, it's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. Where people get into the issue is doing that every single weekend for an entire year of life. The example that I really like is, you know, if you have a tree, you hit that tree with an ax one time, mm -hmm more than likely it's going to be fine my one night i eat an entire tub of ice cream or have that okay. whole pizza yeah right more than likely in the grand scheme of life you're going to be just fine mm -hmm. where people get into the issue is if i were to take that tree and i hit it now 52 times with that axe mm -hmm. what's going to happen it's a lot of ice cream that tree's going to fall over mm -hmm. right and what people are doing is we're eating like that every single weekend and all of a sudden right we're gaining weight we're feeling lethargic all of a sudden maybe cholesterol's going up um, and I'm at a higher risk for I'm pre-diabetic now all of a sudden oh chronic disease right? maybe yeah choice you made correct yeah right so again nobody slips and falls on a jelly donut mm -hmm. right they make the conscious choice to pick that up and eat it you can do these things well, still enjoy those things, still have that alcoholic beverage, right? One of the coolest examples and things that I love to use, I got from Ben Bergeron, who got it from like a gentleman's guide to uh, living life, mm -hmm. right? Take that, have that one beer, right? Have that alcoholic beverage. Okay. Order the second one, just don't finish it, mm -hmm. right? you still get the social experience of having that one beer. You're at the cookout, you're with everybody. Yeah, don't be the weird guy like, I'll take uh, water on the rocks with a twist of lime, please. Wild man. Right, don't be that wild guy. <laughs> wild man. <laughs> no, but you can. 
right? You can have that one beer, enjoy that with everybody, have the experience of ordering the second or having the second, having somebody crack you the second one. Yep. Just don't finish it, right? A couple of things. One, you're not going to have to worry about how am I going to get home, mm-hmm. right? The other thing is if you've been eating clean and you're naturally kind of consuming less alcohol, less frequently, yeah. that one and a half beers, you good. Like you're going to be fine with that, mm-hmm. right? Because your tolerances are down. So it's just, it's not how can I make, you know, this the best decision. It's how can I make this one a little bit better? And all of a sudden we live a day by day, week by week, making little smaller and smaller, better decisions. Mm-hmm. And the, how far we can travel over the course of a year is insane, right? Everybody gets so focused in and zoomed on the day to day and like, oh, I'm up, you know, 0.5 pounds from yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, okay, fine. But where are you compared to where you where you were a month ago, right? Oh, well, I'm down four pounds total, but I'm still up 0.5 pounds from yesterday. Okay, whatever. So you're still down. Exactly. So you talk about, the, you often talk about the pendulum swing, mm-hmm. as we say here. Right. So we want to take this pendulum and we want to take it so drastically in one direction mm-hmm. through this fitness challenge yep. or this nutrition challenge that what's normally going to happen? Are we going to stay on that pendulum swing? What's going to happen with people? We're going to take this pendulum swing it all the way towards this thing called fitness, right? Where we're like close to 100% adhering towards fitness. Everybody's going to swing back at some point in time, right? When the nutrition challenge is over, we're all going to swing back. My goal and my thought is that when we all swing back, we swing back to a place that was better than where we were before, mm-hmm. right? If you swing back to doing 80% of the nutrition challenge stuff, you're going to be 50, 60, 70% better than where you were before. And then you do it again, you're a little bit better. Right. Do it again, you're a little bit better. Right, and all of a sudden it becomes a habit and we're making these more conscious decisions, being very mindful and deliberate about what we're doing. And this is a lifestyle change all of a sudden. Every, it, there's no quick fix to this. this. This whole age of immediacy and six weeks to rock hard cheese grater abs, right? It takes time. It does. Mm-hmm. It takes time and it takes deliberate action, consistency and discipline. That's the only thing that gets stuff done. So two, two, things, two things we basically talked about with our nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's lower carbohydrates, yep. be conscious of what we're eating, mm-hmm and get off the couch. Right, and our low carb, our moderate low carb prescription is like 100, maybe 150 grams of carbohydrates a day. Mm -hmm. That is a lot if you're doing it well. I challenge you to consume 150 grams of carbohydrates in the form of only vegetables. Mm -hmm. You ain't gonna do it. It's a lot of veggies. Yeah, Yeah. right? People are so wrapped up in we gotta have bread and pasta and you know, that's not even looking at the sweets, the Cokes, the sodas, the, you know, the ice cream, the snacks, the chips. If you start introducing those things, you're going to blow up mm-hmm. and, and not in a good way. So I'm a coach here. I'm doing the nutrition challenge. I'm in. We're, we're all in it. Yep. We're going to do it because I need a restart just like everybody else. Yeah. I've fallen off the wagon. It'll be a good. I went through everything else and I've still fallen off the wagon. It'll be a good reset for me. I don't necess- I'm not necessarily in a position where I want to lose a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. but what I can definitely do better is making better decisions. Yep. About what you eat. Micronutrients. Get them. Yep. Get them. So it's starting next week. Yep. Join us. We're just on this. We're just on this track of fitness with everybody else. Yep. We fall off just like everybody else, but 
got good days, bad days. The, the, the goal is to have more good days than bad, and you're going to be just fine. Yep. Till next time, get with us. Hit us up. I'm Coach Don. Cody. See you next time.